podcast my name is Richard Beatty and today I'm going to be speaking to uh, I think a, a newfound friend in the tattoo industry um we've we've just met just recently and uh well you know through this type of communication and yeah it's been a fascinating journey already so when you meet somebody and yeah. you, you like I've got to get you on the podcast so here you are vision night yeah yes that is me sir so welcome to the podcast, mate. So, um, it's a yeah. pleasure. Definitely, so, this is it's a, pl- it's a pleasure to be pleasure to be uh, sitting here with uh, you know you, Richard, pioneer in the tattoo industry. You've you yourself have you know developed something that you know is uh, rather interesting with your with your products, and let's talk about uh, everything. You know, yeah, we'll yeah, start well, from the beginning. It's it's definitely going to be a, a very tattoo related um, conversation, yeah. a, a different one because um, you kind of feel like a brother from another mother because you 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 very mm. similar in the in your way of thinking and and your way of doing and um, you know your dedication to to creating something. So um, it's mm. yeah, it's going to be going to be fascinating. I've got lots of questions. Um, mm-hmm. so, but, but re- really, I want to know about you and you're a normal guy that's doing an, ex- doing extraordinary things and, you know, so I'm trying, trying this, because obviously we'll get to the point of like what, what extraordinary things that you, you, you're doing along the way, but, um, you know, were you this character when you were a kid? You know what 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 was Vision like when he was? And 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 your name, by the way, it, it, I love your name. It's awesome, Vision itself. Do you know what I mean? It's such a such a yeah. A, I, I my 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 name my name um I had my name before the Marvel character Vision. <laughs> right? Oh, there's a Marvel. You know from. Yeah, there is the in the Avengers. Right, okay. Um he's actually created by uh um Tony Stark and uh you know the guy who play plays the Hulk. Okay. And they create this uh if you if you watch the movies and uh, you'll see Vision is in there, but I, I've been Vision before. Yeah, before Vision yeah, ever existed yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. Such a cool <laughs> yeah. Name. Uh, one of my daughters is called. My Richard. my mom. So my mom, pretty much, she when she was well, this is according to her, when she was pregnant with me, she had premonitions and visions about stuff. Yeah. And while I was growing up, all of it came was coming true. Um. And stuff that was happening to her in her pregnancy, she had visions of it before it happened when she was pregnant with me. That's so, so, so yeah. Um, 
So she's just selected a word, hasn't she? Like that's that's cool. Yeah, that's what she called me all and the so time. Where, where are your parents from? Ukraine. Okay, and what did they, what yeah. did they do? Because you were telling us that you had. Like, yeah, my so my mother was a biophysicist. Um, she studied uh, low level plasma. Uh, um pretty much the separation of uh, the nucleus for the at from the atom to um, structure nuclear weapons for the Russian government at the time because Ukraine was still part of Russia back then this is going back into the 50s and 60s you know wow. so my 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 father so my mom worked for the Russian government my father was an astrophysicist who studied uh, extraplanetary technology. Uh, so it's technology that was from other planets, pretty much. And he worked, he, he, he worked in a private lab in, in, in actually in Siberia. Um, he was born in Ukraine as well. He was born in Odessa. My mother was born in Kiev. I was born in Lvov, which is now Lviv, but was always Lvov and still will be Lvov to me because that's where I was born. And at the time it was LVOV. Now it is LVIV. <laughs> Don't ask me why Ukraine decided to change the city's spelling. Makes no sense to me. Mm. Um, so, you know, my family, you know, so like I was saying about my mother, my father, uh, my grandmother was a, um, she was a fashion designer and also she had a doctorate in medicine. My grandfather was a surgeon. He worked in the Russian Ukrainian hospitals at the time to, you know, perform surgical procedures on patients that needed surgery back then. Um, and this is going back to the 40s now, you know. Mm in the 30s um my my family's history goes really deep into you know the times of the tsars and the kings of russia you know and how they ruled and controlled land within the, you know the aspectual territories of the country because russia is very big you know mm. You, you have to understand that back then, like Czechoslovakia, Yugoslavia, um, a lot of those countries were also still part of Russia, you know? Mm. So Russia is huge, dude. It's a giant country. It has a lot of history with, uh, you know, like, you know, like you have, like you have the Vikings and you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, Russia has the, the Tsars. And and if you look into the Russian history, my family was high royalty, you know. Wow. Yeah. My, I think my, my great, 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 great grandfather, they was a, um, he was a, like, for, for, he was a Tsar and he also had, a knife he built knives and and like swords and all kinds of stuff back then 
Wow. So you, you, you've obviously done quite a bit of research into your family tree then. Yeah. Yeah. My, my, my mother and father, grandmother, grandfather, great grand always had, you know, the information that, uh, uh, was, um, you know, available to them because it carried down through generation and generation, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah. So where did you go to school then? When did you come? Where so you my come? family left the Ukraine in 1976 because there was, you know, war. Um, and because they were working for the government at the time, they pretty much told the government that they were going on vacation to Italy, uh, not that they were leaving. And uh, um, they were able to, you know, get a plane and fly out and act like they were, were going on a vacation to Italy to get out of the country because they didn't want anything to do with the war. They didn't want to participate in it. And uh, so they got out and uh, they went to Italy and they stayed in Italy for a year. And from there, they, uh, they went to Brooklyn, New York and eventually settled in Queens, New York, which is part of New York City, part of the five boroughs of New York City. So you have Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, Bronx, you know, blah, 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 Brooklyn, and that, yeah. So I grew up in Queens, New York, and throughout the five boroughs. I went, I did all my schooling in New York City. Uh, I went to high school and all of that in New York City. And then I, I graduated high school when I was 14 years old and I got a full scholarship to go to the school of visual arts to study fine art. And um, I studied graphic design as well um, as partial courses and I did mechanical engineering. And yeah, so I got a master's degree in graphic design, a master's degree in fine art a bachelor's degree in mechanical engineering and a bachelor's degree in photography. Wow. Wow, well done. Yeah, so so do four you, degrees. Do you think it's your genetics that have uh, uh, was helping you along the way there, or was it just damn hard work? Of course, of course it's, it's, it's genetic-based. Um, you know, the genes carry over down the bloodline. Yeah. If a person doesn't have that, that those abilities within their genes through their family structure, then it's not going to happen. If you look at anyone that's ever had, you know, the ability to do these things and you look at their family history, you're going to see within their family history that they have people in the family who are genius minds. Yeah. You know, like Albert Einstein and, 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 and Te Nikola Tesla and, and, you know, Elon Musk and, you know, all these brilliant individuals that are doing things that nobody has ever done, mm. you know, just the family bloodline. If you look at it, it's all, you know, people that have done things that nobody knew that they were even able to accomplish something like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um... It, it, there's some amazing stuff going on in the world right now as far as things being created and um yeah there is a lot of amazing things going on in the world as far as things have been are being created but there's also a lot a lot of insanity right now and craziness with everything that we ourselves are going through with covid with uh 
the presidency of the United States of America, from Trump to Biden, uh, to me, both of them were morons. Mm. Um, both of them didn't do anything for this country at all, you know. But, you know, I think Biden is, I mean, I'm, I don't even want to get into politics. We're not here to talk about that because yeah. I just, can't, just I can't really. In that era, though, like uh, speaking about the Ukraine, what do you, what's your thoughts on the current situation i have so i have you know i've got in you know information from both sides because i talk to people that are uh, were in ukraine and i talk to people that are in russia still like uh tattoo suvarov vasily suvarov he's a very famous russian artist who is now getting backlash from a lot of the tattooing community uh, because he supports putin and russia mm. but his support for putin and russia is is uh, he sees it as what Putin is doing is very highly uh, correct. He claims that Ukraine has had uh, relations with Nazi Germany. So, you know, and that's his side of the story. I'm not taking sides mm. because the Russian people don't really know what's going on. Unless you sit down with the president of Russia and sit down and talk to Putin and really see, you know, he's a very smart individual. He's another genius. Yeah. Okay. So whatever his reasons are for this, for him within his own mind, they are valid for the Ukrainian people. They are not. So nobody really knows why this is going on. Everyone is going to tell you a story about this, this, and that I support, I support Ukraine because that's where I'm from. Yeah. You know, you know, I can't I can't really support, you know, the the what the Russian uh, uh, military and presidency feels needs to be done. Mm-hmm. Was there German Nazi affiliation in Ukraine? Yes, there was. Did they start shit with Russia? Yes, they did. Mm-hmm. But did this happen recently for for Russia to go after Ukraine? No, this happened in 2014. Yeah, yeah. Some something's going on. Something's going on, like other than what we're hearing on the news. I think. Yeah, we don't know the truth. Yeah, you know, a country's not just going to attack a co- another country for no reason, bro. Mm. You yeah. know. Oh, all of a sudden, you know, just like. Yeah, um, all of a I sudden. That, I want that one. I want that country. I'm. I'm gonna take it back or whatever. You know. So. Yeah, it's uh, the, the the world. The world is going a little bit crazy, but. Yeah, so I, I don't know the truth behind it because I'm not there. I'm only I only know what I'm being told. Yeah. You know? So, so what about the the tattooing then? When did that start for you? You obviously had a bit of a background in art, we're getting your masters in uh Yeah. Uh, I've always been an artist. Yeah. Um so I started tattooing in nineteen ninety three. Yeah. A friend of mine got out of prison and was all covered up in tattoos. Um he was about fifteen years older than me. Uh, he was actually a friend of my mother's, and he at the time was a artist for Marvel. He was he actually was a character artist. He drew characters and stuff like that, and for for Marvel, you know, yeah. um, for their comics and for all types of stuff like that. Cool. Um, he was an amazing artist. He started so he he got <laughs> he was uh, transporting for a company. Um, he didn't know what was in the transport in the truck 
you know, 18-wheeler transport. He got pulled over by the police for, for just a random check. They checked the truck, and there was five pounds of heroin in it. Wow. Yeah. And they arrested him, and he got charged with drug trafficking, uh, and he did he spent five years in prison for something that he had no idea that it was going on, what he was doing and what he was getting paid for, you know, take the money and, and take the truck there. That's it. You don't know what's inside the truck. Well, any truck driver could get stung with that. Couldn't I I mean, they could be working on a big, of course. And it's happened continuously. It happens all the time. I I guess it does. It'll be, um, uh, It'll be happening all the time. Truck drivers won't even know that they're, they're moving stuff about. And yeah, I never thought about it, but um, yeah, that's that's scary though, isn't it? So he he was your into tattooing. He, he, did you look at his tattoos and think that fucking shit? He started tattooing in prison, and he pretty much, um. You know, started, you know, with with how prison tattoos were in prison. You know, he just, you know, wanted uh, uh, hell. You know, he wanted to be an artist and he was an artist. And that's how he he started making money within prison is by drawing for people. And then all of a sudden somebody in, in there was tattooing and they were they helped him and they. um you know, they pretty much showed him the ropes on what to do, and uh, it went from there, and that's how he started. And when he got out, he was all covered in tattoos, and I saw him, and I was like, bro, what the hell? And he tattooed me, did my first tattoo. He did my initials on my leg, VK, and uh, and it went from there, man. I started looking at tattoo magazines. Uh, and that's it. It became an obsession. Yeah, it, like yeah, I don't know. Everybody's got like their own story about how they came into the industry. Um, you know, every everybody's different, but that is a a familiar story. You know, it's 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 that introduction of the the dude with the tattoos and fucking you know someone's got a bit of a. a you know, an idea what they're doing and, you know, it's, uh... yeah, I never, I never, I never, um, never thought about be- becoming a tattoo artist. You know, I just, I was going to go into, uh, like just, you know, I wanted to be a, a, a art gallery cu- curator. Yeah. Um, and I tried to get a job in that field and every place I went told me that I needed two years of experience. So how do I get that experience if you don't want to give me a job? Yeah. So it was, it was crazy. So did you and, start, uh, you, obviously he did you a tattoo and then were you like, was it a proper tattoo machine or prison tattoo machine? It was a rigged tattoo machine. Yeah. <laughs> They're great, aren't they? Um, and then, so where did you go from there? Did you think, well, do you know what? This isn't a bad idea. Did you tattoo? I started, I started, He so he eventually got, he got machines. He, yeah. And then he, he started 
working and tattooing himself and he um you know i i kind of ended up getting equipment with his help he knew some people yeah. and um my first machines were from superior uh-huh. um i bought uh, a liner and a shader and uh i bought an autoclave there were a bunch of needles clip cords rubber bands everything you need to tattoo with you know and he showed me you know how to get started i practiced on cantaloupe and oranges and bananas and then pig skin which was really fucking disgusting and weird (laughs) and um then i started practicing on myself the first person i ever tattooed was my mom um and it went from there and i had my family support yeah. and you know i started tattooing my friends and did a bunch of crappy tattoos and then i got an apprenticeship um and i was you know taught by an artist by the name of dmitry krilov they he worked at a tattoo shop called kaleidoscope tattoo uh in uh, downtown manhattan and uh, unfortunately, tattooing was still illegal back then when I started. So my apprenticeship really, really from 1993 till 1997, I was just doing this all on my own. Then all of a sudden, New York City, the first tattoo shops opened. The first tattoo supply place opened. Uh, it was called uh, Unimax, and it was inside of Sacred Tattoo. And Kaleidoscope Tattoo was downstairs in the basement of sacred tattoo and anil gupta and dmitry krilov from russia were both artists there and i started going there buying supplies buying equipment and eventually i started talking to dmitry i got tattooed by him and he apprenticed me he he took me me and him went in 2001 to the first St. Petersburg Tattoo Convention in St. Petersburg, Russia. And uh, we spent about a a year living in Russia with his family. And he opened the tattoo shop. And I worked with him, for him, learned under him. And, uh, yeah. Didn't you apprenticeship in Russia? Part of it, yeah. yeah. About a year of it. My entire apprenticeship lasted for about three and a half, four years. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And so, so what, what would you say is your style of art then? Like, what do you like to do? So I, I, I do every style simply because Dimitri always told me that if you get stuck in one style, you're not going to have the versatility to travel the world and do and do and then tattoo unless you have a very large following for one specific style, which will eventually, in his mind and in and eyes, he felt that sticking to one style would eventually become obsolete. Yep, I totally agree with him, hundred yeah. percent. Like tribal tattoos, they were they were they were a big thing in the nineties. Oh. Who the hell wants a tribal tattoo these days? Yeah, I don't get one person that comes in and wants tribal. Everybody wants going to make a comeback. I'm doing my major. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I wouldn't mind doing it. Yeah. 
you know i think um i think the cleanest tribal tattooing i've ever seen was from this one russian artist oh my god i can't remember his name he does a lot of like the tattoos that he does they look literally like stone on the skin mm. <sighs> now i need to find him i like i like that effect though. ah pavel angel right there you go yeah pavel angel arefiev that's his name but he goes by pavel angel and uh he's a cheyenne sponsored artist for, for a while now and if you see some of his tribal tattoos dude i've never seen such tribal tattooing with such cleanliness mm. such sharp sharp points just dude, completely blew me away man and i was lucky enough to meet him and just experience the amazingness that he does. Look at this stuff. Yeah, yeah, I've seen his work. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Yeah, it's special. Like, what? He's got the 3D thing down. He really has. Unbelievable, bro. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, like that. There's, there's so Dude. much inspirational. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that as well. What? Yeah. It's just, it's, it's, cause he's took tribal and took it to a whole new level, and that's what, like, created. Now, let me show you his, where it started with for him. I'm going to bring it up so you can see it, because it is out of this world how clean his, his tribal tattooing was. Just super. <laughs> outstanding cleanliness if i could even find one yeah. and then he, dude he was he was doing realism like this before it was even like popular thing, like yeah. before nico hurtado and 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 mike devries and all of them started like the you know yeah the, the real color realism movement so yeah there's some huge inspirational characters and massive names. You know, you can, um, yeah, there's people that are going to go down in history, aren't there? Some, some of the great. Yeah, I think, bro. I think the tattoo industry now, it has got, it's the biggest concentration of prolific artists on the planet. Man. No other industry that has so many creative people in it, I don't think. Like, you know, they're just banging out stuff on a day-to-day -day basis. And, you know, I, th I think that the art industry now, or the tattooing in industry, that's where art's at at the minute, you know. Um, mm. it's, um, it's, it's huge. So, um, obviously, you, you, you've been tattooing for, what did you tell me, 30 years, is it? Since 1993. Yeah. Was it professional tattooing since 1993? No. Professional tattooing for me started in like when I started my apprenticeship in 1997. And then I didn't fully start tattooing till like 1999. Yeah. And then I started getting good in like 2001, 2002. Yeah. And then, you know, 
I got my tattoo license and yeah. New York City tattoo license and I started when you I was know. 11. 11? Yeah. What? Yeah, I've been tattooing. <laughs> You know, I say to people, you know, people say, when did you start tattooing? And I say, I did. I started tattooing when I was 11. And I made my first tattoo machine when I was 12. <laughs> so, um... What the... <laughs> what, 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 what was the... Like, did you, you just built, like, a, like, a, like some kind of rotary or a coil or what? what no, or no, some, or like, no. So, I, I may as well... Did you take a, a motor from, like, a tape player... No. No, or a CD but, player and no, no, it was it was a huge cheat. So I'd obviously started tattooing with just a pin and thread wrapped around it and dipping it in Indian ink, you know. Okay, okay. Um, and you know, just poking away, and I realised it was you know really hard to do a fucking perfect line like that, and um, it was really really slow. I was like, I need something that goes faster. I didn't know about like tattoo machines at this point. I didn't know they existed, you know, but I knew I needed <laughs> to make the needle move faster. So I got, um, my, I, I nicked a, an electric razor off my dad. You know, the ones that have got the foil over the top of them, like the, like a dome or not, not like round, but the long wide ones. And I knew that there was a blade inside there. Cause I'd, I'd watched him take it to bits to clean it that moved side to side and, um, you know, ch chopped the hairs. So I nicked his razor, butchered the top off it, and attached the needle to the bar that moves side to side. You know, took away the blades and everything, and I, I like glued the needle to the, the the bar and made a little stabilizer like bridge for it, sort of thing, and a hole for it to go through, um, with melting plastic and stuff. And then, um. Again, I had the cotton around it, and I was just dipping it in, so it didn't have a tube or anything like that. It was completely tubeless, and it was a square thing like that, battery powered, and yeah, uh, uh, and and so I started tattooing with that, and now like I'm I'm doing dude. I'm what year was it. this? What year was this? When you when you developed that? Oh shit! I don't know. I'd have to do something. how how old were you? I'm 49, 49, no, I'm 48 now, okay. nearly 49. 48, okay, was... so this was, you were how old when you developed that? 11, so that's like a shit ton of years. So so let's do 48 minus 11 is 37 years ago. Yeah. So you realize what you are, right? Do you know what you yourself are? What am I? You are the originator of a rotary machine. Well, I don't know because, like, it, well, no, because I don't even think it's not rotary. It actually has uh, an electromagnet in it, so it's like a coil, but it's mm. a double-sided coil. So it pushes and pulls where the coil tire machine runs off a back. This is then. So you know what that's called, right? Do you know the 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 technical name for that? Relay. It's a circuit relay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah, and um, you know, I wasn't thinking about like I, I just knew that that thing moved side to side. You know what I mean? So now I knew I wanted the needle to move fast. So where did you get that thing from? I stole it off my dad. And what was it for? What was it? What shaving was it? It's like shaving. There his you head. go. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. And then I, so I went from like doing little like little you know like picture tattoos about that big trying to fucking dot away and then next thing i'm doing like starting a guns and roses back piece and (laughs) (laughs) oh my god bro yo i just did a few small tattoos i'm ready for the guns and roses back piece i was bring it 12 years old you know what i mean like I i was i was just like oh my god wow dude and and so wow. I, I I wired it up to a motorbike battery, and your machine was like this. What's... Do you see that? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you got like a yeah. You see how I stopped it? Yeah. This is a magnetic machine that is made by Mike Schneider's from Century Tattoo Machines. Yeah. It's cool looking. His technology comes from John Clark. They developed this machine together. Obviously, we're not here to talk about this, but since we're talking circuit relay, this is literally a magnetic system in here. The motor that's in there, that spins. That has a positive and negative magnet. Now, there's a repeller here and on top. Once this starts spinning, watch. It forces it to go up and down. Yeah, so it's 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 a rotary with a magnetic crank that that tattoos exactly like a freaking coil machine, bro. Yeah. Look at this. You there is no there is no grip to turn. Every this is a solid piece. Yeah. This here is adjusted by turning this. Yeah. So what's that doing? Is that adjusting the throw? The well, stroke. It's adjusting it's adjusting the, the, the throw, yes, the depth of the needle. Yeah. So this machine, when you uh, turn the power up, the stroke, and you push and you give, give yourself more of a needle hang, the stroke gets longer because yeah. the magnets, magnets now have, as you're pushing down, on yeah, it's that, it's that the, the membrane of as you're pushing down on the membrane of the cartridge, it needs more power, so it goes, it gives it a longer stroke. And if you bring the cartridge, the car, the, the needles in to the machine more, the stroke shortens because mm. it doesn't need so much of a magnetic and it'll relay. Hard, it'll harden as well, does it, when it shortens? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's crazy. It has a four millimeter stroke the 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 uh, magnet uh in in there that's attached to the motor's pin right so the motor is sideways just like it is in your machine yeah right so that uh the magnet is attached to that pin it's a circular magnet and it's you know it have one side of it is negative magnetism one side of it is positive magnetism and there's there's a, a a plate there that has a uh, that has also magnets on it. One negative on yeah, yeah, so one negative, one positive. So while it's spinning, it's causing it's pushing. Yes, so it's causing you, 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 you. So the more the idea, I'm going to steal it. The more tension it has, the more it largens itself. The less tension it has. 
the 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 less it 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 has of a cycle to go through to get the motion that it needs. Yeah. So all you need to do with this machine to give it a longer stroke is hang your needle out further. Or if you want a shorter stroke to do smooth black and gray, bring your needles in. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mike is Mike and John, Mike Schneiders and John Clark, John Clark tattoo machines. He's been making the magnetic machines for years. And then that, that company, this uh, company um, uh, stole his invention. Uh, hold on. I'll, I'll tell you the, the name of the company right now. Cause as soon as you put his, his name, into google that machine and his machines come up and it's crazy and i remembered the name of it but i i uh yeah the lace nano versus yeah. versus john clark there's a whole article on it yeah it's crazy yeah you know um, lace nano lace nano stole lace nano stole that technology from john clark okay i'm sorry but the inventor of the magnetic tattooing system is john clark mm. yeah and his machines are not, freaking do think, phenomenal do you not think that that is the, the theme of the tattoo industry at large Plagiarism. okay look you know how I mean? does a coil machine run okay here's a coil set up okay let's let's take the tube out okay and take the needle out and take out the tube and we'll talk about a coil machine and how a coil machine runs. All right. We have two coils here yep. that are wrapped over a iron core yep. with, with uh, you know, copper wire mm -hmm. wrapped a certain amount of times to create a certain amount of electrical current that runs through the machine and creates a mag magnet that pulls this bar down. Mm -hmm. As soon as this bar, armature bar, comes down to the coils, the coils, the magnetism deactivates and pushes the bar, lets go of the bar. The bar is attached to a spring where the spring hits the contact screw and, put, and, and because of the motion, it's also a magnet. It's a circuit relay magnet. Yeah. That's it, that's all it is and it has a capacitor that uh, is able to control the amount of current that is going through the coils. Yeah, I've not seen, apart from wind-up and clockwork tattoos machines, I've not seen a tattoo machine that's not magnetic. Every rotary right, yeah, magnetic. Yeah, of course. The uh, br brushed motors, they, what, it's a magnet. But, that... Yeah, but what you're actually on about there is the drive system. Like, they're using magnets within the drive system to um, control the hardness and the throw um, by, you know, obviously the, and they're using solid state magnets as opposed to electromagnets. So you've got like yeah. permanent magnets that are constantly mm -hmm. creating like magnetic fields. So, yeah. Constantly attracting and repelling. Yeah. And it's, 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 it's a interesting process, obviously. The so this, yeah. So this, this is a this machine. Thing. You know, if somebody's looking for a Sorry, small... Like, that's a good machine, right? That's a cool machine. But what about, I want to see about your machine. Come on. <laughs> like, like stop, stop plugging other people's machines because <laughs> you... And this is how we've met. 
right? So like you've randomly bought a tattoo machine off me, even though like you've got like a huge collection of machines. T tell me why you wanted to buy a tattoo machine off me. Like what? Why? Why? Uh, simply because I believe that your you, your machine is an innovation. It's something that other builders that doesn't exist besides from you. The Killer B is a machine to me in my eyes that is phenomenal within how its structure is developed. Having that push rod there, that sliding, hitting the top of that motor system is, 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 is kind of similar to this. Mm -hmm. This is the NUMA 4. And I'm not, you know, we're not going to continue plugging, but, you know, you see this? Yeah. This is a cam. You see what's inside of there? Yeah, I can see a little box. You of... see this? Is it a swash plate? It's a swash plate. Yeah. And this runs off the swash plate like this. That yeah. bearing glides on this up and down and pushes this down and up. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't, personally, I don't like them because it creates a, a lateral force that, um, it, 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 it puts a lot of pressure in a very small area on, on, mm -hmm. on and these are the different cams that you can use. The cams change the stroke of the machine and the force and hit of the machine, depending yeah. upon how yeah. the shape yeah, of that can cam change, is. Yeah, you can, you can change the profile so you can change the actual. Uh, duration of hang and everything because of mm -hmm. you've essentially got a, a time recording of the thing, but like it, Carson, so that yeah. is invented by Carson Hill, right? Yeah, so and he is trying to develop a machine that runs like a coil machine. All the studies based on the NUMA machine now, where it's at now with him coming from his. Uh, pneumatic air compressor machines yeah. to this is a full cycle of I'm trying to make a machine that runs like a coil machine that has as 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 you know very little dwell in the skin to uh, alleviate uh, you know a continuous uh, needle uh, penetration so that you get a clean line that you can flow with very quickly so that's all that's all coil machine. Everyone's trying to mimic a coil machine. Mm. You have these companies now that are producing machines like the you know these FK irons machines, the Exo, the new Flux Max, all of these have built-in e-give, electronic give, which is uh backing off the motor, slowing so it down. Yeah, why do you think it is that like everybody tries to make machines that that perform like a coil machine? That like for some reason the people think that like coil machines in their ancient wisdom, um, you know, are the best ever and they can't be improved on or something. Or is it this is, is it just this a, is very true. So everyone everyone wants to mimic a coil machine, but develop something that is uh, lightweight. Uh, comfortable to hold, uh, easy to work with, and uh, gives you different types of options within the machine itself for you to have the capability of how 
you tattoo. If you want the machine to run soft, it'll run soft. And it kind of mimics the coil machine experience, but doesn't exactly. Because in reality, these motors are just slowing down when the yeah, digital yeah. give acts. Yeah, yeah. you just... You... It won't be so much what 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 it does. The digital give you reduce that if you reduce the amps but keep the same voltage. Yeah. Then the there's no grunt, so it's running at the same right. speed. But it's so the so the, the 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 torque lowers as well. Yeah. You yeah. know, so that's what they're doing. They're lowering the torque of the motor. Yeah. Therefore, softening the hit. That's that's how yes, it is. Exactly. Exactly. On an on an so, old power pack, you can do it with so. You just pull out. The yes, head. yes, yes. If you, if you use so, so my my machine, okay, my 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 machine, yeah, my machine. Oh, finally, <laughs> finally, flipping egg. Yeah, get this thing out of its amazing box. <laughs> You've even leveled up, Can't. Box, man. Your box game is on fire. <laughs> my my machine. Uh, my machine is something different. Yeah. It is a it is a revolution in technology. Okay. What I developed so initially I I went to Fall Hub in America and I sat down with their engineers to talk about developing a motor that had the capability of uh, adjusting stroke, okay? So now, all of a sudden, we're seeing these machines that have adjustable stroke, right? You see that? What does it say there? Can you see what it says? Uh, no, but I'm guessing there's a number or something. Yeah, 4.0. Yeah. 3.6. When you turn this, see yeah. I'm turning this? Yeah. goes down, 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 all the way to 2.6. You turn it. And it goes to four millimeters. All right. Yeah. This system inside of there, what's happening when you're turning this? How does it change the stroke? It's swashplate driven. Mm -hmm. There's a pin that adjusts its position, goes higher and lower to turn that swash. Yeah. It's the same technology that NUMA is doing with these. Right, basically, yeah, uh, and and you'll find a, a similar mechanism in a helicopter rotor blade. Yes, yes. So I developed a, a robotic motor that does that on its own electronically. It runs in a swash, in a swash system. So okay. Got a so as it, you got a secondary motor. I mean, obviously, you don't necessarily want to give them any secrets, but if you got a secondary motor in there. That's uh, yes. running like on an auger that adjusts. Yes, there's there's they're stacked, attached yeah. to each other. There's two of them. They're yeah. attached to each other. They're attached to a plate. They're attached to a drive mechanism that spins around. That it itself goes in 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 like that. Yeah, yeah. When you activate the give, it's adjusting itself up and down. Yeah. And it's on a magnetic. It's on a magnetic system. That is repelling, and but it itself adjusts the spaces between that repelling of how it's running and hitting within itself, so that it gives you softness 
It gives you hardness. It also gives you more power when you need it. It's a boost. So there's six different modes in my machine, four different levels of give. And What's your machine called? It, it's called the Visionary Phoenix. Right. Okay. There's four different levels of give from hardest to softest. And the give is like what it is in the century. It's magnetic. So it feels like a coil machine mm-hmm. when you're working. Oh, so you've already stole his idea. <laughs> Damn, you beat us to it. <laughs> right. But it's not. Dude, I've, I have all of these machines. I've had John Clark machines since they've existed. I've had the Lace Nano. I've experimented with the different uh, types of motors and, and this and that. And I had hundreds of motors from Fall Harbor, from Maxon, from, uh, from all these motor companies, Chinese manufacturers as well. Uh, I do uh, research and development for uh, a Chinese manufacturer now that's developing a machine that I also work with them and support them. You know, I support all these companies, bro, because I believe that uh, being in this industry, oh, I only work with Cheyenne. Oh, I only work with FK Irons. Oh, I only work with Bishop. Fuck everyone else. Why, bro? Why not support everybody? Yeah, I mean, yeah, well, that's that. That's another conversation about the, 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 the game, isn't it? It's, it gets a bit clicky mm. when you start, you know. Bro, I'm, I am friends with everyone, okay? I don't pick a side because I don't want to pick a side. If you like my machine, great. If you don't, I offer something else that you can buy through my website. Yeah. See, I could understand, like, if you were uh, at the stage where you were in development, like, you buying my machine, but as it is, well, it, I suppose with your machine collection, I'm quite surprised you haven't got one already, really, because, like, you know... Yeah, you know, I always wanted to get a killer bee, um, always. I've, you know, uh, but, you know, there was things that were being thrown at me for such a long period of time. Like, I started my YouTube channel seven years ago, and these companies just started reaching out and, like, boom, 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 try this, try this, try this, review this, review. It never ended, man. Mm. Just the amount of product that I have here right now, like in boxes that I haven't even tried and tested yet is insane. I've got hundreds and hundreds of machines, bro. <laughs> so like, and you've, and you've went and bought one of mine now, like uh, just to kind of like, let's drop it into this conversation. You've got a YouTube channel. What's it called? Called Tattoo Theory. And on there, you main theme of things is you review tattoo related products. Do you do any sort of like actually talking about tattoo? So here's what I do. I review tattoo equipment from every manufacturer. I have no stipulation on if it's an Asian manufacturer, if it's from Russia, if it's from anywhere, wherever. You want to send it to me to try and test? No problem. I will work with it, tattoo with it, use it and give you my honest opinion on it. Um, When I first started the channel, you know, I got, uh, I remember I I reviewed the Access uh, Direct, uh, and then I reviewed the Access, um, and that's an American company. Yeah. You know, the Access, it was the small one that they make. I forgot the name of it exactly. 
Um, the Fihu, Axis Fihu. That's what it was, what was called. And uh, I reviewed that. And then Franco reached out to me from Bishop, Franco Vescovi. And he sent me a prototype Bishop Phantom to try. And I reviewed that. And it was in orange. And it had a four millimeter stroke. It was super lightweight. He sent me that with one of his aluminum grips, the Phantom grip in orange as well. And I reviewed that. And then... I started reviewing stuff from Cheyenne. They started sending me stuff. And then every company just started sending me equipment to try and test. And everything was just like, wow, this is amazing. Wow, this is amazing. And I'm, you know, putting out these reviews on YouTube because I want to drop these videos and let people know that these are amazing machines. And then after using them for a while, I would step back and say, hmm, you know, it's amazing, but I don't really want it anymore. And I sell it because something newer comes out yeah. and is better and is, you know, more amazing with, with, uh, with digital control and, and all kinds of crazy shit. And, and electronic give was the, the first was the soul, the Cheyenne soul, Terra soul Luna. Those were the first two machines developed by Cheyenne that had a, uh, steady mode and, and a you know give mode you would just switch the motor in the back and you know uh, they had then they had the Solnova the small pen which was able to have digital give if you attached it to their proprietary cable and on the cable there was a switch you can switch it on the cable to change it from uh, its uh, steady mode to its give mode. They never released it that way because obviously they were already working on the unlimited pen, which was coming out. But if you go back and look through videos through them, if you know and you've been in this industry and you've been watching these companies, there's an entire testing video with Cheyenne and Guy Aitchison, who is, by the way, a phenomenal artist who, who I myself have interacted with over the years through you know, going to conventions and meeting people and, you know, talking about tattoo machines. And, and really, Guy Aitchison is the one that developed the craft cartridge for Cheyenne. Right. And I think, he's I the think one that... Companies like that need tattooists' input, though, to, like, you know, like, because they don't know, they need someone on the ground to... to... When Cheyenne first came out in 2006... Nobody knows that they released the Cheyenne Condor. Cheyenne is owned by MT, MT Derm GmbH, which is a permanent makeup company and has been around for the longest time in Germany. They've been making pen style machines for permanent makeup and making cartridges for permanent makeup. The cartridge system comes from permanent makeup. Yeah, yeah. We've actually got here the, 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 uh, one of their permanent makeup setups. And yeah. it is well. Let's just say we don't use it. We now use killer bees. So, yeah, um, but uh, no, they did. They did change things with the with those cartridges and stuff. It's uh, been a been a big thing. But you know, back to your machine. You know, you, you've you've put like it's like the fucking Starship Enterprise. You know what I mean? It's 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 got all this stuff in it, and you you've like you know engineered this gearbox and stuff and but you're just this dude that tattoos how did you get 
how did you get from just being a tattooist to obviously seeing all these other tattoo machines? But can you see this? Yeah, but to then this is my machine. <laughs> to. Uh, yeah, it's, it's got us fascinated. I've got to be honest with you. To uh, to development, research and development. I started yeah, so with what my was your father. Process there, like what? what right, you my said, I can do better than this. What happened next? What always happened? wanted to do better. Always wanted to do better. I've taken apart all of these machines to see how all these systems run. Yeah. You know, I've taken apart the Cheyennes, the Cheyenne Unlimiteds, the the Solteras, this and that. I have the the I have the um, the the equipment here to do that correctly, so that yeah. I don't break anything. You know, have you always you been know? like that, taking stuff to bits, just like yeah, I've dude. got this stuff. As a kid growing up, the VCR would break. I would fix it. I would open up these freaking electronic equipment and just look at it, and with my eyes, I was able to see what was wrong. If I needed to resolder something on the motherboard, like you know, a, a Again, diode or something. To the brother from another mother, right? When I was four, I went missing, and my parents couldn't find us anywhere, right? I was. You went I, missing. I was missing, right? I, I, I'd escaped. They thought I'd escaped the house, and you know, whatever they were, you know, they were all over the place looking for us. Pretty much, I phoned the police or whatever, but yeah, that, they hadn't gone that far. But anyway, they found me in behind the telly. I'd found my dad's screwdriver and I was taking the back off the TV. This is a fat grip I'm working on for my machine. It's rubberized. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I've been working on I've been working on it with Franco Viscovi. He uh he thankfully um you know sh shared his uh his uh information with me from where he gets his uh his rubberized grips. And I developed a grip for my machine that is a, uh, it's pretty much 40 millimeters. Cool. It's all rubberized. It's I'm fully, it's, <laughs> it's fully, listen, it's fully rubberized with a Delrin chassis that is fully autoclavable. Yeah. 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 Sounds interesting. Well, that, this is his new machine. This is me. This is your new machine. Yeah, my and my grips that I'm developing. Yeah, rubberized, fully autoclavable. You're gonna, you're gonna like that grip on the Killer B that's on its way to you. Uh, yeah, I can't fucking wait, dude. What? Yeah, it's. You're gonna, I'm so excited to. I'm so excited to use this machine, dude. Like I'm freaking looking at that tracking number every day. God damn it! Get out of customs already. Like so what the hell, man? And are you gonna? You know, because obviously it's a machine that you bought. It's not something, that, and it's not a brand new machine. It's come from a pro team artist, doesn't it? So it's uh, it's it, and and it's got one of the cranks with it. Is actually out of my machine because I, I'd run out of four mils, so I took the four mil machine uh, crank out of my machine, uh, and put a three point five in mine so that you could have a a four as well to try them all. So, are you are you planning on reviewing it or? Of course. That is the purpose of me buying these machines. Because I, 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 look, I want people to know that there is other products out there on the market that are fucking phenomenal and how are, are made by people that have invented stuff that has never existed. Yeah. You know, like your killer B, the, 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 what is it? The, the type F. Yeah. 
the magnetic part just pops off. Mm. It's it's a fucking amazing to, to just have access to the motor and clean it. It's so easy. Yeah. Some of these things you'll find with my machines, they're, they're very simple, whereas yours are very high tech. Mine's more like more like a tractor, but like I wanted it so that I could throw it out of a window and then go out into the street, pick it up, and I could still work with it. I, I, I wanted them to be indestructible, you know, um, and and they are. Did you see the drop test that I've done with them? With the uh, mine is a six six foot drop test. Yeah. Oh, you've done a drop test with it, have you? I'd, mine I'd, is uh, I did a six story drop test with mine. Yeah. Six I... story drop test with mine. Okay. You see this? Oh. What is this? Oh, that that's water. Yeah. Now this machine's waterproof, isn't it? Let me adjust the voltage. Yeah, that's that, that's interesting. Like I'm sure with some machines, you could dip the tip. Bro, bro. I, I, I... <laughs> Nothing, my dude. I haven't done a water Nothing. test. Nothing. Yeah, I haven't done a water test. Obviously, mine's plugged as well, though, so like it's, uh, it's not. Nothing will get into this machine, bro. I could. machine. Bro, not even a fucking scratch. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Right, should we get you to do some stress tests on it? <laughs> Woo! Stress tests? I've done every stress test you can imagine. You cannot break my fucking machine, bro. I don't what, care what you try. Tell you what I don't I care do what you mine. try. Should, right, should we, should we have a go at this? It's a bit more easy for you to do than than me, I think, with this one, right? But should we make, uh, like, what's it called? A mortar. You know where you've got a pipe, right? This is what I want to do with mine. I want to put it into a pipe, you know, where you've got some sort of explosive in the in the end of it. And then, like, you know, like the explosive, and it, boom, shoots the tattoo machine out of the pipe and see, like, how far you can fire it. Like, use use the tattoo machine as a projectile in an old-school cannon. Do you know what I mean? So, so like, we'll mech cannons, right? I'll do it, and you can do it. Holy well. shit! And we'll mech cannons and see how... But it's not, it's not really fair, because over in America, you can mech one... I, I can't even deal with explosives over here, gunpowder or anything. Do you know what I mean? Like, but you 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 can make all sorts of stuff over there. Let's let, let's just make it like not combustible, uh, air powered maybe. You know, like I don't know. We should have a like a a mortar mortar tattoo machine. And what are we doing exactly? Are we are we shooting them at brick walls? Yeah, well, yeah. I was thinking more distance. You know, like fire it into a field sort of thing and see see how far you can get uh, and whether it still <laughs> works at the end of it. Because obviously it's got to work at the end of it. You know what I mean? So um, so we're using, we're going to build some cannons to to see if we can blow machines up. Yeah. Dude, that'd be awesome. <laughs> well, that sounds like you've accepted the challenge. <laughs> yeah, sure. Well, Why the hell not? have the world's first waterproof tattoo machine. Anyway, I swear... They do have the world's first waterproof tattoo machine, bro. Right, right. What do you reckon the chances are that most of the most of the pen tattoo machines with an RCA connector on the end of it, if you put the end in water and sucked through the RCA connector, water... It's... Would... Water's water, going water, in. Water would go through the machine, wouldn't it? You'd, you'd get water. Yep. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, it would it would completely mess the the entire 
circuitry up, the uh, the uh, electronics, digital, uh, whatever, blah blah blah. The 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 current flowing through it would would just blow. Yeah, that but everything would be like contaminated as well, you know, like. Yeah, everything would be contaminated as well. With my machine, nothing can get in. It's fully sealed in every part of the machine. Nothing. Nothing can get in. You can take. Sh- you can. You can be in the shower tattooing somebody if you want to. Yeah. You can go in a pool. You can go to the beach, go swimming in the middle of the ocean, be in the water and tattoo somebody. That's crazy. Why did you do that? Just for wipe down purposes. purposes. Because. I want people to be able to disinfect their machines without having the hassle of worrying about cross-contamination getting inside of it. You can literally take the machine and soak it in metacide, cavicide, whatever side, whatever type of disinfection solution you have. Soak it overnight. Nothing's going to happen. Take it out, rinse it off in some water, tattoo the next day. You don't even have to bag my machine or cover it at all. Yeah, that's one of the things that I designed into the killer bees with the, the with the grip being so removable and the mortar being re- removable as well. So my my strategy on that was rather than worrying about getting the electrical connections area wet, I just made it so it's instantly removable. So right. You can t- then then every other part of the machine, including the um, the push rod. Is all autoclavable, so like you can right. however you want. So, you know that's that's the biggest oh, part of the machine. But the water's the essential part. So yeah, 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 for sure. I'm just gonna uh, plug some power. Where are you going? You're leaving me already. <laughs> I just powering up. Shit was going flat, man. Right, you you need to need to charge it. Yeah, I've just put the, I've just plugged the power lead in. Yeah, we're all sorted now. Yeah, so where can we find your tattoo machine? Where can it be purchased? You can purchase it through VisionaryTattooMachines.com. <laughs> you know, we should have planned this. But no one else. You hear it, right? I can't hear it running. No. It's... Can you hear it? No, it's very quiet. Okay, hold on. Put a cartridge in it. Here's a here's a better way to do it. Put a cartridge in it. We should we should we should have done this podcast with you in the bath. Be... Can you hear it now? No. Hold on. Well, you see that it's running, right? I can see the needle, yeah. Yeah. I can hear it now. Yeah. I can see why you've made it like that, because a lot of people tattoo like that. My apprentice does that. She's constantly buzzing the bottom of the Bro, bro, we're tattooing inside of fucking water, my dude. (laughs) We're tattooing in the fucking water, bro. (laughs) Underwater tattoo machine. Now that's that would be a good video, wouldn't it? Remember that. Remember that. The the you, you'll have probably bought one. You the the grips that came out that had ink wells in them. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> I'm drinking some tattooed water, bro. Yeah, 
Remember the grips that came out that had ink pots in them, and you squeezed the grip, and it injected ink in. Yeah, yeah. That everybody was. Like, that was them. such a horrible fucking thing because that's crazy. That's just so much cross contamination right there, man. Maybe if it was disposable, you know. Maybe yes, if it was disposable, just... sure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, sure. Because that would be time. awesome. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't at the. Time, but maybe maybe someone who makes grips should uh or is has has got a foot, little foothold in there making grips should maybe consider that I'm talking about you there by the way mate um you know for you know when tribal makes its comeback um that grip could be an absolute godsend because you could just keep on pressing have it full of black like a big pot of black and just like these big massive like seventy million hundred magnum uh, needles that you can get now you know just injecting that ink into it. It's um, you know those giant, the giant, the giant needles now, hundred and twenty three magnum. I think I've seen from from this uh, company called Ink Claw. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're from. He's from China. I I talk to him all the time. He's the guy that uh, has was the first to develop it in a cartridge form. Mm. It's crazy. Okay, the massive. Yeah, he was the first. But we've we've missed a bit there as well. I'm glad we got onto that because you have actually got your own brand of needles as well. Yeah, that I do. Let's talk about that a little bit. How did you get into that? How the biggest you... size, the biggest size I manufacture is a 47 magnum. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. I need to try some of your needles. We'll have to. Uh... Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna send them to you. Yeah, sure. Uh, looking forward to it. Um, and so how did that happen then? Did you just think again? You know, like because you're. Right, come on, tell us how that happened. The cartridges? Yeah. So, you know, obviously a lot of these uh, manufacturers, because most of the cartridges are manufactured in China. Mm. Most of the cartridges that we have now from companies, they're all manufactured in China. Besides Cheyenne and ink machines. The ink machine's magnetic cartridge. I don't know if you've ever seen it. These. Mm-hmm. This is for their Scorpion and their Cobra machine. Right. Which is another company, and they're magnetic. They stick. Yeah, so it's got it's got no stem again. It's working with a no, there's a magnet, there's a magnet in there. Yeah. And the, and the ink machine got a magnet in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whatever it is, pretty much running like uh, the you know the century yeah, system. Exactly. Yeah. It's just a readapter. John Clark. There but you go. You you you're making your own cartridges. You that you are manufacturing. Yeah. You you've like got injection molding machines that you have staff that operate those machines, and you yes. are building cartridges in America. Yes. Yes. Packaging them, sterilizing them, sending them off, and um, how many boxes? That is correct. Do you, do, you, do you sell a month now? Wow. Uh, so let me look. Last month, mm. let's see. Look through inventory. Uh, last month we sold 67,000 boxes. Boom. That's a figure that like, that's huge. 
You did, like, and how long have you been uh, doing your cartridges? How long has that been a thing? It's about. It's been about a year now. Yeah. Wow. And nobody knows that I'm the one that manufactures them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's absolutely fascinating. You know, just just that you've done that. I'm so, not. I don't have some. I don't have some big giant ego. Uh, where I make a product and I send it to a distributor that I deal with. Like, um, there's quite a few distributors that carry my cartridges uh, now. And, you know, they, I I don't, yeah, they're in the UK. Yeah. I have distribution in everywhere, China, everywhere. Amazing. Yeah. They look, this is uh, the original molding for it. Yeah that I made and designed and injected and everything myself. Okay. And as you see how, how it is and how you have a little grip there where you can put your fingers mm-hmm. and it's very comfortable to work with. Cause a lot of artists want to have that sh- yeah, yeah, that plate right down onto the yeah. Garbage, yeah. So it's like a little, it's like a little grip, mm. you know, when you put it in the machine, in a machine. Okay. Gives you some time right? to twist it as well, doesn't it? Yeah. So literally, look at this. Look how comfortable that is. Where the finger placement is goes yeah. right there. As soon as and it's perfect because when you're when you're tattooing, this yeah is how it's the comfortability having the stability of the finger underneath while working with this cartridge is phenomenal. And also how my how my design is where the airflow allows the suction of the ink, keeps the ink inside so there's no spitting. And you can see it, how it, uh, here, let me show you. It was, uh, I know back in the early days, I was having problems with American cartridges because when I was sending a machine- There's no such thing, there's no such thing as an American cartridge. Well, there was the the market in America for some reason their copies of everything, not Cheyenne. So look, let's see. We're, we're really tight, and we're having problems with cartridges in the USA actually jamming in the machines because for some reason, I, I, you I, see I, how these cartridges keep the fluid. You see that there's yeah. no spitting, no nothing. Yeah. And machine, when you start running. Yeah. Listen to the machine now. I have it on give. I have it on smart mode. Okay. Let's uh let's put it onto a piece of uh paper. I have it in smart mode now. It adjusts on its own. Of course, I destroyed the cartridge because yeah. I was going through cardboard. Look at all of that crap. <laughs> you know? So it in smart mode, it's adjusting itself by how you're tattooing. Yeah. And it's adjusting its stroke and its give when you're tattooing. It's the motor is adjusting on its own. So if it feels that that you're that you're putting in a lot of ink with a large cartridge and you're trying to cover 
saturate a large area. It's going to enlarge its stroke to five millimeters, somewhere between there, if it feels that you need that much power, and it's going to give you more power. It sounds like uh, an automatic gearbox. Like, yeah, it's exactly the, what's in there. Um, like like a, a felt driven clutch out of a automatic. And the I definitely have a gearbox in there, one hundred percent. Yeah, it's very small. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. So, is it for sale yet? Pre-order. Yes. Yes. So are you shipping now then? It's because it's literally just come out. This is brand new on the market, yeah? Yeah. It's shipping now, yeah. Right. Fantastic. Yeah. So... I've got about, I just got an order from two distributors. We shipped 500 to one distributor. Uh, we shipped 50 to another distributor. One distributor I have bought 500. Yeah. Brilliant. And yeah. You know, to add to all this, you're manufacturing your own needles and you've been doing that for how long, did you say? I started making them two years ago. I didn't put them out on the market until about a year. And then um, the machine, how, how long has that been in development? The machine has been in development and research for four years. And so let's just talk about that. Let's just talk about the prototyping process because... I think man, you know, people don't understand what it takes to get a product to market. And no, they do not at all, bro. Done it, and you know, I, I, they I, don't I, understand at all, man. It's yeah. very, very. It's a lot of time, and a lot of testing, and a lot of going back to the drawing board and re-engineering. How many different bodies I went through so that my motor placement was correct and. And, and there was enough room within the stabilization system for my robotic uh, robotic uh, uh, handle of the actual motor was able to move in placement correctly. Dude, it was, it was so much. And, and, did, you and, any, and, did you have any friction issues on the design? I did have many friction issues, of course, at first. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there, was, there was problems with developing the correct material to use for this system so that it doesn't wear out over time. And it's, dude, I offer a lifetime warranty, not one year or two years. The warranty on, on my machine is for life or until I'm fucking dead or so, and someone isn't, if the company dissolves, okay? If anything happens with my machine, you send it back, I send you a new one. No questions asked. Yeah, that's it. Uh... I don't have, yeah, send me the machine back. Uh, we'll check it out, repair it, and send it to you in six months when we're done, like Cheyenne mm. or Stigma. Bro, they're, they're a great company, Stigma Rotary, but having your machine repaired for them, you're going to wait minimum three to four months to get it back. Yeah, it's not something. Because it has, to, it has to go all the way to Greece. They have to open it up, see what happened, see the problem. And think about it and fix it so it doesn't happen next time. And they go through those stages with the problem. And then they fix it for you and send it back to you. So it takes time. Yeah. I'll design I don't need that. So that they could be fixed by the person who owns them, really. Yeah. So there you simple, go. You know. There uh, you go. But I still do get a lot sent back in. To, you know, they, they want me to check it over. And, um, you know, it's, it's a 
a part of my business. I, I like it, servicing and looking after people's machines, keeping everybody going, you know. Um, because it's not about my the way that I do things, you know. The way that I do things is I want you to send me back the faulty product if something happened. Mm. I don't I'm not going to take the time to break it down, repair it, this and that, and have you waiting because I know you need to get back to tattooing. So I'm going to send you a new one. And the one that had the problem will be taken apart, completely looked over. What happened? Why did it happen? What the problem was and fixed. So that the next batch doesn't have the issue. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's company a, does that? It's a constant process of refining, isn't it? You know, um, never ends. But but you you've put a you you've put a lot into it you've put a massive amount into it and um bro so yeah. my my motor the windings within it so even though it's a it's a it's a brushless motor right yeah there's still there's still windings in it that have to create the magnetic repel the magnetic power to make it run there's just no brushes that are that are touching you know, the, the, uh, electrical current points so that it spins. Yeah. You know, the brush, a brushless motor within it is, has a winding system that uh, as soon as you turn it on and, 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 and it reacts, the magnets turn on and they start the circular motion and it's able to understand, uh, electrical signals that are given to it through changing options within it. When you program it through your computer. And it just delivers the pulse to the electromagnets at a certain time. Exactly. All the That's it. So my windings, my windings, they're the same that Fall Harbor is using in their motors. Yeah. And it's I buy them from the same company that makes the windings for Fall Harbor. The actual components, the actual, the actual material. Yeah, because like you actually. Apart from the windings, the core, you're actually making the rest of the motor yourself. Yes. 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 Housing of all the soldering on the motherboard, all the the motherboard from scratch, molding the motherboard, doing all the diodes on the motherboard, the you know all everything on the motherboard. We do everything. We make we make the motor from scratch completely. The motor's housing is milled. And then developed in-house. All the windings are bought from the same manufacturer that makes all the windings and Fall Harbor motors. The same material that Fall Harbor uses for their motors is in my motor, except my motor is sealed, waterproofed, and uh, actually can be used within, you know, applications where uh, scuba divers and stuff like that. I have a company that just. Uh, contracted contracted me to make uh, waterproof uh, waterproof drills, All right? A drill so that they can go underneath and not have to put the drill in a in a in a seal so they could work underwater with it. Wow, that, that's yeah. amazing, isn't it? Like these things can lead to all sorts of different things, can't they? Like you've. Uh... Yeah, you've developed something really interesting and you've, like I say, you're manufacturing all this yourself. You're not just, you are, you've got a workshop, you've got a machine shop that you're paying rent on. 
you go yeah that's right jeans seven 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 thousand square feet is my is my space Uh, uh we have uh we've got quite a few uh quite a few cnc machines that we ourselves put work into redesigning uh machines that uh were um you know developed and made for you know cutting and 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 milling and and refining and then polishing and this and that and blah 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 we took those and redesigned them to work for the way that we wanted them to work so literally it was buying these machines that were fucking half a million dollars and taking them completely apart and remaking the interface to work for how we wanted it to work. It's amazing that like, you've you've put literally millions and millions of dollars into it. Have you have you got backing? Have you got a uh, uh, an? Investment? I have backing through my father. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My dad is a multi-billionaire. Right. But so the money is there. It's not a problem. Yeah. Oh, well, that, that 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 makes one hell of a difference. Always... And uh, you know, he's. He's my stepfather, so he's not even my blood father. Yeah, yeah but he's also he's uh, he's from Krasnodar, which is uh, it's in Russia. Um, you know, he himself is a mechanical engineer. My birth father is the astrophysicist. Right. Okay. Yeah. My stepdad is a mechanical engineer. Yeah. So it'll, you know, it'll be um, you know quite. Proud to be supporting the project. My 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 stepfather used to work for um P uh, for uh, Peugeot, you know the car manufacturer. Yeah, yeah. He made all the he designed all the Peugeots and all the mechanics and the then and, and and the electronics and and everything and. <laughs> wow, and this yeah. is this is your stepfather, yeah. Wow. Obviously, of a certain period of time that he was working for Peugeot, the, the, what what mm-hmm. that been? We we'll, we'll, we can have a look, see what sort of cars. Mm. So my real dad, being the astrophysicist, has given me, infra, you know, technological input on a lot of things. So it's it's my and 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 unfortunately, my my real father passed away. Mm. Um, but he was he was giving me all of the information for technology aspects, uh, extraplanetary technology, dude. Uh, when you when when we're gonna have some extraplanetary technology in a tattoo machine, then mm, to harness the power that isn't required for it doesn't exist on this planet, unfortunately. Yeah, you need tons and tons of plutonium to power these these structures. Yeah, but we're only talking about a tattoo machine, man. You know, just you know, when when when's, when we new batteries. I I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't I can't talk about it. <laughs> no, um, no, talk about that sort of stuff so you get killed. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to all the viewers, but that's stuff <laughs> that is. It's not stuff that can be discussed, unfortunately. It's high classification, and I, I can't, you know. But yeah, if you guys are wondering out there, if uh, 
stuff exists beyond our reach. Yes, it does. Yeah. And obviously that comes with other technologies as well. So the crazy yeah. thing that that technology is also magnetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Electromagnetic fields. Yeah, yeah. The Taurus. We're talking about the Taurus, aren't we? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Which is everything that I'm doing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. There's a there's a there's a lot of power in that thing. Oh. Um. So. You your website is. Visionary Tattoo Machines. Dot com. Okay. And um, the the machine is available on on there now, yeah. The machine is fifteen hundred USD. Yeah. And comes with two grips in your selection of size. The box uh, comes with a the box, yeah. Comes with a box. Um, comes with a manual. Comes with uh, a sixty-five watt USB-C charger. Comes with a, um, no, but it comes the, with everything. The, the, the box that you showed us, the sterilizing box. So that's developed by a Chinese company that I work with. Yeah. Hmm. And, and yeah, so, they're called, they're called AI Tinnitus. But I think and, it's uh, a fantastic selling point of the machine as well. It's got a box. Right now, there's yeah, it, it has a UV uh, UVC sterilizer in it, but we're having some issues with uh, with with the function right now of the UVC sterilizer because it's emitting it's emitting the spectrum through an LED light, and uh, some of the testing that I've been doing with it is not working properly. So uh, ah, so we have to step the future. Then is that is that not yeah yeah yeah? Well, we're shipping it with. Uh, with uh with uh my partner brand which is ai tenitas um they're uh, based in hong kong i do uh, i do uh design and stuff for them and i help them and i'm actually on their pro team as an artist right you know funny saying i have my own fucking machine company but i'm part of all these other companies and why not well because obviously you've been doing all these reviews and everything you've ended up i have my own i have my own line of cartridges yet I'm, yet I'm 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 this. You see that banner? Yeah. That's from Imala, right? Cartridges. Yeah, that they're my main sponsor. Now, do I help them with their technology and their stuff that they're doing? Yes. They have a new line of cartridges coming out soon that, uh, you know, is, you know, something different than what they have available now. You know, these are their cartridges. Very basic. But what I like about their cartridges is that the stabilization is very nice. There's no, there's no, um, there's no shake side to side, nothing, mm. you know. It's it's very it's structured very nicely. It's a solid, it's one solid machined piece. It has a very nice membrane, and uh, the needle quality. They're using Japanese three sixteen L steel, 
Well, I'm using my needles come from Colonial Needle Company, which is an American company that manufactures needle points. The Japanese steel, I will tell you, is better. The quality is Japanese, much. Japanese, Japanese steel has, you know, forever had a fantastic reputation, hasn't it? So yeah, Japan is definitely. Uh, they have stuff that uh, that America and China doesn't have, man. Especially with, especially with metal, bro. Like, dude, like the samurai swords. Right, exactly. That's what I'm getting at. The like, you know, the Japanese steel is the best steel, the sharpest steel, the strongest steel on the planet, dude. Yeah, yeah. You're not getting anything better. Obviously, Ford don't use it. <laughs> so, um, obviously, people are gonna want to be like checking out your your socials and that. Where can everybody find you? Uh, Instagram, it's at visions to skin. So that's V I S I O N S T O S K I N. That is my main tattooing account. And the tattoo machine account on Instagram is visionary tattoo machine. So it's V I S I O N A R Y tattoo machines. One word. Uh, and is that the, your website as well? It's got an S on the end, machines, not machine. Yeah, it's got machines, visionary tattoo machines dot com. Dot com. Yeah, yeah. Instagram as well, so. Here, I'll pull it up so you can see it through my website builder here. So, you know. So you see, there's my, there's my sites. This yeah. is actually where I build my sites at. Yeah. Right on my iPad and my iPhone, and I could just and I could just go. So this is my personal website, yeah, right. And that's the machine website. I tap on that, and then what's I can, so, you know, there's you? yeah. So there's here's the home page, and then I can edit everything. Yeah, you know, you see, it's yeah, pretty yeah. cool. What's up? It's done like? through. That's universe. And is that an app that like is designed? Yeah, it's called Universe. It's a website builder. It's phenomenal. And I have, uh, I have the uh, the Pro account, which is like a hundred and fifty a year. Yeah. And you, you, they give you, you get your own domain. You have the ability to build your website right on your phone or on your iPad, bro. They ha and everything is customizable. The HT, the the coding, uh, and and everything. You can do everything right within your fucking phone dude wow and uh there's my website things are changing so fast aren't they you know like visionary tattoo machines.com dude yeah so crazy obviously like your name and the 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 the, the way the, what it paints in your head with what it portrays in your head i just think it's absolutely brilliant you know and and you know, you are your name and the, the stuff you do is your name. What you're doing is is really quite visionary. You know, it's 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 just such a a perfect like what a lucky name you've got, you know what I mean? It's uh you, you I think it's a hard to live up to name that you are living up to really, really well. Um, you know, you've 
done your parents proud, uh, you know, in in and your name proud in there, uh, in 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 all sorts of aspects, really. So like, yeah, you you you're, you're absolute credit to yourself, and you you you've sacrificed a lot for that as well, haven't you? Because you've um you don't you don't have a partner, you don't have kids. Stayed away from all that. You're like, I don't. I I have. You know, my life is is tattooing. I'm married to tattooing and to developing technology within tattooing for the future of tattooing. Mm. You know, I'm 47 years old now. You know, we're not getting any younger. And I want to bring stuff to this industry that no one has ever seen before. Wait till you see the visionary, the next one after the Phoenix. Yeah, well, that was that was what I was going to ask. You know, um, we're coming to a, a close now, but I always want to know what is in the future for for Vision. What What is your future vision for Vision? My next machine is fully developed from sapphire crystal, the whole body. It's completely clear. It's fully sapphire. Yeah, because completely, can... completely yeah, indestructible. Man-made. Man-made. Ma- yeah. Man-made sapphire. Yeah. yeah. Lab, lab, the display, the display lab, on the display on the Phoenix right now is made from sapphire crystal, yeah, synthetic yeah. sapphire crystal. You yeah. can't break it. No matter what you you could smash it with hammers, drills, you're not you're not breaking it. I don't care what you do. Yeah. Yeah. So you are on about making the it. next one. How are you, how are you going? We I already have the prototype. It? Yeah. Huh? You're gonna cast it or cut it or what? Sapphire's hard to cut. Uh, I. <laughs> so. Have you ever heard of uh, Have you ever heard of uh, Jacob and Company? He makes watches. Oh yes, 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 yes. He is my friend. He's been my friend for many, many years. He has helped me develop the equipment to to create to make these bodies out of sapphire crystal. Yeah, because they are making sapphire watches completely. Encased in sapphire. Yeah. Insane, dude. Yeah. Insane. Yeah, I, I, have, I have seen them. Oh well, that makes that that makes that makes sense then. Um, your, yeah, your... man, I am a big, I am a big, I'm a big watch watch enthusiast. I have been uh, collecting watches since 1997. Um, I have, I can show you. Some of my watches that I have here right now <clears throat> got my 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 pieces that I wear on a daily. This is my watch box. Very nice. Yeah. So I uh, I've got my two door Pelagos. This is made by Two Door. Yeah. Uh, it's a parent company of. Uh, not parent, but a but a but a sister company of Rolex. This is uh, manufactured by Boulder. They're a company from uh, um, from um, where are they? Shit, I forgot where they are exactly. This is made in in in, in these. This the Sujuses are made in Russia. 
Look at the mechanism on this. Yeah, this is the thing we'd watch is it's another level of engineering, isn't it? I mean, like, and bro, most people can it's look micro, at micro think, engineering. This yeah, is my other they look two at a watch, They'll think, oh, wow, that's 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 clever, and they don't think no more of it. But like you and me, we're looking at that, and it just blows our minds, you know. What I mean, like, it's it's absolutely amazing that you know, how do they make them cogs with the all the. I know. When I first when I when I first got out of college, I got a job working for Piaget, which is a watch company. Right. I was designing watches for them for for like about a year. Yeah. While still learning to you know to you know like I was just starting out in tattooing back in '93. I was I was fucking 18 years old and I and I graduated from college. I went to I went to college when I was 14. What? Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a I've been like watch designing, and now you it kind of makes sense the level of detail that you've went into with your with your tattoo machine. So you know, like hearing all your stories, like it all makes sense that 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 you're doing this now. You know what I mean? And that you produce. I wouldn't ex with, with your background and your expertise, and your you know, I wouldn't expect anything other than a completely visionary machine from you. You know. Um, so thank you, bro. The, the the future is a crystal machine, then, like completely, completely un unnecessary. But it's just a flex, isn't it? Is there any particular reason why? Is there any benefits to a a, a machine that's made from crystal? Sapphire crystal is very light, and also handles vibrations imp impeccably. Yeah. Sapphire has the ability when you when you hit it, the vibrations um, it absorbs vibration. Yeah, the shockwaves absorbed in it. Well, yeah. I can't wait to see that. So, so, so I am developing a motor now that is going to run from a two millimeter stroke to a six point five millimeter stroke. Right. When you start surpassing five millimeters, the vibration is crazy. Yeah, yeah, you gotta offset it, don't you? That like quite quite a lot. That's is. why I'm doing the sapphire crystal. Right. Six point five millimeters will give you the ability to use a needle size that is ridiculously large. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the if you want to do that. Yeah. Yeah, man. Again, you know, you're taking things to a to a whole nother level, aren't you? Yeah, because everything's now coming. 150, 149, Magnum, 129, 123, whatever. It's right. freaking the giant fucking needles. I'm sorry, but a four millimeter stroke can't push that right. as quickly as you would want it to. You need something that is freaking slapping, dude. Right. Well, I think and the six point. I think and the six point it's the skin tension when you when you've got something like that big. right but you have to slow your hand speed down quite a lot mm. to get solid saturation with a hundred with any with a magnum that has more than a hundred needles in it. Mm. I haven't tell me I'm wrong. I really I really want to try one, but to be honest with you, I swear the killer bead push it. Uh, uh one of the one of the challenges I'm I not listen, listen, listen. So I'm not saying that it won't push it. 
Sure, it'll push it. Yeah, but it'll push you. You push it better with the longer stroke. I can see that. But you know, as a little side note, I've considered making a, a, a saw attachment for the killer bee because Ooh. I'm sure I could chop a fucking tree down with it. <laughs> Dude, that's fucking wild. What the hell? So there's another challenge. Right, I mean, bro, oh. you have you've got a 25 volt fucking motor in your machine, bro. In, in the original Killer Bee, yeah, yeah, 27, 27 volts. Yeah. So what's the vo What's the motor in the Type F? Is it the Fall Harbor brushless, right? Yeah, it's br it's brushless. What's yeah. what's the voltage rating in that? So we're um. It says six to nineteen volts, but it will run. Okay. Obviously, just switch it up at nineteen. But the you're cruising, you know, when you when you're tattooing, you you're using like <coughs> I I use fourteen to maxing out at about sixteen volts. I don't go all the way up to nineteen. It's right. So you know my my power supply here that I have, it, it, the highest voltage that it goes to. Seventeen. I don't I don't know. I have to see. Let me see. Yeah, I think like So it goes from 3 volts. Up what to 17. Yeah. 17. Yeah. So right now there's no there's no battery pack like these. These don't go higher than, 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 let's see. 12. This, this little critical thing here. Yeah. I don't think it goes higher than, let's see. 12. Hey. 13. It goes to 13. Wow. Wow. So I think I can get away with working with the Type F with the, this battery. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah. I'd say you will. Give it a go. Give it a go. Um, I'm looking at getting the rope motors reprogrammed. I spoke to you about it, so um, yeah, bring them down to nine volts. Yeah, just bring it. Um, uh, maybe send you out another motor. I'm sure you're capable mm -hmm. of fitting it, and then you'd be you'd be fine with batteries. So uh, yeah, every, every type yeah. F that's out there. Um, if we do do this motor swap and it works out with the batteries, every every type F could. Could have the motor changed in it, you know. It's the same profile motor. It's just just reprogrammed. So yeah. So Vision, thank you so much for coming on and and telling us your absolutely fascinating story. Um, I'm really looking forward to following the journey a lot closer now because I know you've yeah for a long time, haven't you? And um, yeah, I have. And like for for. I'm I'm not an avid sort of follower of people or companies or anything. I, I the, the last time I took any any notice of Cheyenne was um, when I was designing the Killer Bee, so I could work out mm -hmm. what not to do. You know, mm -hmm. yeah. I'm a considered Cheyenne. Um, I don't right. like other machines or or builders or anything like um, because everything that I seen on the market, I was like, right, well, I don't want to do that. So I did something totally different, and that's why my machines are totally different, and that's probably why yeah. you know they're, st they're yeah. still like 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 unique in that way. But um, I've never took inspiration from other. People. <clears throat> I've not copied any systems out of the market. Um, what's that there? Oh, your tracking number. 
Customs transit, inbound into customs. Your item is being processed processed by United States Customs. I can't it's been there for two. It's been there for for three days already, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. I said to you that, that, that it's a nightmare. It really is. But at your end, not ours. We get it there quick, but then it just takes. Yeah. Yeah, and it can, you know, just, just, just you're just gonna have to be patient. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to uh, hearing. I have patience, bro. Yeah. Believe me. I'm, I'm really looking forward. Oh yeah, you can tell that. Um, no, I'm really looking forward to hearing your first thoughts on it. See when you pick it up. Uh -huh. See, see the first. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't wait to to have it in my hand and and test it and tell you what I think of it. You know, as soon as you pick it up, like you'll know. As soon as you pick it up, it'll just. Did you send? Did you send me the different strokes? The different cans. Yeah, you got multiple strokes. You've got two sizes of grips. You got the original one, and you got the fifty mil grip. Um, nice. A couple of different thumb wheels in there, and that's a nice little setup you've got. So, um, but I'm sure you'll enjoy it, and I'm really looking forward to hearing what you say about it. But, um, you know, this episode of the podcast has really been all about you and your machine, yeah. which is absolutely blowing my mind. You're blowing my mind. There's not many people <laughs> like like you on the on the planet. I don't think. I think the world needs more people like Vision Knight and uh, with a little bit of vision and, um, you know, getting up off their ass and, and, and doing something about the, the, the ideas you have created. Like, you're almost like this one man. I know you're not a one-man band, but you know what I mean? You're the, you're the driving force of... Um, some... I am the driving force of my companies, my friend. Without me, they will not exist. Yeah, and... The only way that they will exist after me is if I... If I teach someone, which I plant, which I actually am now, yeah. you know, you know, okay. a very close, close person to me. Yeah, but it's is, no, 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 no. This is character. This, this is the, you can teach somebody skills and knowledge, and but this is this is something else. What you've got is something else. Like you will not make another one of you. Unless you have, no, and you know, like then, then, then you might make another one of you, but like th th this stuff can't. Be so I'm, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna see if you know, maybe fifteen years from now, I can be cloned. You know, have you? <laughs> I, I put, I put up on my Facebook yesterday. I've actually, uh, um, have myself three D scanned. So you know what's crazy, Richard? <laughs> Let me tell you what's crazy. Have you ever watched movies where they transfer someone's conscious to another person? And uh, no, but like I'm aware of stuff like that. In fact, yes, they did on Red Dwarf. Um, but yeah, you, you, which you won't, you won't know what Red Dwarf. You is. you take someone's memories and their their brain signals. Yeah. Everything. What 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 are we running on? We are based of. 90% water, correct? Yep. And the rest is electrical current. Yeah. yeah. Our hearts beat of, like, from electrical current. We're we're made from we're comprised from we're electrical from, from an Yes, we are. We are electrical machines. Yeah. So taking our our electrical components and transferring them to an other mm -hmm. is very possible. Yeah. Oh, you know, now you're getting very esoteric, aren't you? You know, it's it's um, 
I, I, I believe in energy. I believe that like thoughts. So let me tell you one thing and to everyone out there, to every, to everyone out there watching, it's already been done. That's all I have to say. Yeah. 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 Yeah, totally. You can put, you can put thoughts into people's minds. You can download other people's thoughts, you know? And so I plan, you know, I plan to, there will be another me. In the future. <laughs> so that's your next project. That's the real future. It's not another machine that's made out of uh, crystal. It, it's it's another you. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. Well, that, that's one hell of a... Maybe. Thought. Maybe. You know, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. you know. I don't know. There might be there might be a few of me walking around in the future. Who the fuck knows, bro? <laughs> yeah. They, well, none, none of this would surprise me. And, um, you know, I don't think it would surprise Elon Musk either, so... Um, well done for everything that you've achieved so far. Oh, do you know that Musk's brain implant? He transferred his conscious thoughts into the implant to put it into his AI robot. Yeah, even though he's talking about the threats of AI and stuff like that. Yeah, you know. It's, it's... But that's his consciousness within those robots programmed to a certain level. Yeah. That's how know. they understand. Bro, the artificial intelligence game right now is insane with what Musk is doing. It's yeah, very, yeah. very fucking insane. Bro, he is an absolute... He's like me, except we're in two different fields. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That's what that's what I'm saying about you. You know what I mean? Like, you, you are um, a, a visionary. You know, you, you see things differently, and, and that's what a visionary is. But... Not only that, you implement it and you and you go out and do it. You're not just like talking about it. You know what I mean? And and that was what really, you know, made me, you know, click with you. You you you're a a wild creative mind, and and that's what I like best out of people. Creative people, I like all yeah. people, but like creative people are just a constant inspiration to us. Uh, it doesn't matter what. What field it is, you know what I mean? It's uh, I, I find that sort of stuff fascinating. Hence the name of the the, the podcast. So, and I think yeah. it's nice to. So uh, you know, I like I have but showcase them as well. You know, you know. So th this this podcast here to you know what we did today. You know, it's it's a little sneak peek reveal of my machine, obviously, so everyone can see the capabilities of it. You know, and stuff like that. And uh, you know, I'm gonna have a full review dropping. Um, showing the machine and all its functions and this and that and that'll be sometime this week. It'll it'll come out. Wow! You know? So do you not want me to put this out before the machine? Like, do you want us to hold? No, this no, 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 no. I want you to put this out before the machine reveal. Right. Okay. Yeah, I want people to see the capabilities of it. Yeah, yeah, because it, yeah, it's already impressed. It's already impressed. And I like from what I've seen of the machine. I haven't held it. I haven't played with it or anything. But from meeting you and understanding how you've went through the making i mean we literally just went we know. literally just we literally just tattooed underwater bro yeah <laughs> I, I don't know anybody who's put this level of thought into a tattoo machine and th this is be, be above and beyond you're raising the bar here you, you it's it sounds like you are raising the bar um yeah. which is uh you know a fascinating thing to see you know so I, I'm, I'm really pleased to have met you and to be in in a position now where I can I can watch that watch that journey. So I wish you the best of yeah. best of luck with it, and um, you know hopefully we'll see them. And I, th I think I might have to get one to be fair. I'm, I'm gonna try it. 
and I, I don't use other people's machines because I have not I've, I've not found it. I've tried other people's machines occasionally, and honest to God, they're just going straight. This one is going to blow you away. You're going to be like, "Hey, mate, come on, let's uh, let's go to the sauna. I'm going <laughs> to tattoo you over there." <laughs> oh, I think you get a bad reputation tattooing in saunas. You know, I, I'm sick and tired of having to fucking wrap my machine every time. Mm. Covering it, bagging it, this and that. Mm. Just fucking take the machine, tattoo with it, let it get dirty, throw it into your ultrasonic fucking cleaner. It'll clean it all off, wash it down, disinfect it, however, soak it in any solution. You can put that machine in an ultrasonic, uh, ultrasonic as well. Yes. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, absolutely fascinating. Like I say, next level shit. So... Thanks for coming on the podcast, mate. It's been absolutely fascinating. I'm sure we're going to have many more um, mind-blowing conversations once this is all over. But, um, no, I really appreciate you coming on. And, you know, 100% well well done with what you've achieved. I think it's absolutely amazing. Thanks, man. And, um, Thanks. Like I say, I wish, wish you the best of luck with it. Um, right. I mean, so, you know, like one more thing I wanted to add, you know, like I I offer other brands of tattoo machines on my website as well. The the Century MP5 is uh, the Century Tattoo Machines MP5 is an outstanding innovation in machines. The way that it runs, like like a coil machine in such a small package, you know, and the hit of it, the the speed at which you're be, you're able to saturate and line and tattoo with it is is awesome. And this is why I, you know, I I I'm helping Mike you know, to, to get, you know, to sell more of his machines because I believe that his technology is also something that doesn't exist anywhere else. And that's the green one that you've shown us before with the magnetic. Yeah. Yeah. Phenomenal, bro. I love so that, very like you, that, that you, you know, it's not all about you and you know, that, you know, for, for me, I just feel that like I've made the best machine for, for me. So why should I, you know, use other machines, but you're like, um, you know, you I want to try everything. I want to. I want to help other companies. I want to work with everybody, and uh, I want to. I want to be a pioneer in this industry. I think. I think you're heading straight for that. I think you're heading straight for that. I think you're. You're. You're one to watch in this industry right now. You know. Yeah. Um. There's going to be a lot of sights on you soon with that machine coming out. I think there really is. So. Yeah, I will be in Skin Art magazine for their March issue. There's an entire interview on me. Yeah. Um, but that's for my tattooing, you know. Yeah. The next one for the next magazine for uh, the actual tattoo machine. Uh, I don't know if you've ever heard of uh, um, Tattoo Artist magazine. Not too sure about that one. No, I mean, it sounds like a very yeah. name, doesn't it? So. Um... Yeah. But yeah, listen, we've went on for long enough for now. So, mate, thank you very much. All the best. We could probably continue this into the into the night. Yeah, man. Like <laughs> we're probably gonna. Um, but we'll wrap we'll, we'll wrap the podcast up now, and we'll maybe get you back on in the future and see how things are think things are going with the machine once it's once it's released and everything. Yeah. So, so this is this is the ma- this is the magazine. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't and uh, in order to even access it, you have to be a verified artist and a verified shop. Right. 
Yeah, so it's an industry only sort of thing. It's not industry like... only. They do tattoo equipment reviews within it, yeah. and that's where that's where I'll be first. And then, of course, advertisement through yeah, you know, have Inked magazine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'm expecting to see it all over the internet shortly. You know, with the yeah. uh, the algorithms yeah. and stuff. So anyway, best yeah, book, you know uh, these. Mate. This is the stuff that I like to read. Oh, we've got, we've got like, yeah, got uh, Nikki women now. This is the stuff that I like to read. Yeah. And then, of course, the newest tattoo stuff that is out. Yeah. You know, I love my books. I love my magazines. Lots of inspiration. And I love inspiration. to read. You're, a, you're, a, you're an inspirational character. So, listen, mate, so let's wrap this up. up. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much for coming on. Best of luck with By the way, when you. when when will this video drop? Uh it'll probably be tomorrow. So um need to top and tail it, put the uh um and it'll be on the podcast as well. So it'll be on iTunes and Spotify as well as okay. as well as YouTube. You're gonna well. have to send me the links because uh, I'm yeah. gonna need once, that. Yeah, once they're up, I'll send them over, mate. Um. Yeah. So it, it should be. It should be tomorrow. We've got a lot of editing to do with the, another job that we're on with at the minute. But um, I'd say I'd say we'll get it get it up tomorrow. So that with sounds good, brother. I'm excited. I well, can't I wait to share it. Food. I am hungry. Um. Yeah, me too, man. I'm about to go. I'm about to go got... get a steak. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, what? That's, I, I don't know whether I'm getting a steak, but I'm uh, definitely going to get something to eat. So. Yeah, all the best, mate, and uh, I'm sure we'll be speaking again soon. We can carry on for speaking after we've uh, hit, hit the stop on this anyway, but uh, yeah, uh, as far as the podcast is concerned, thank you, and over and out. <laughs>